This is the Nobody Talks Shaduchim podcast, episode 26, Dating Out of the Box and All of Those Quirky Characters. I'm here in this episode with Yona and Hani. Welcome. What's up? What's up? Lady and gentlemen, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Oh, thank you. It's so kind. Um, so people who totally stick out of the resume stack, okay? They're different. They're loud. They're Some might say they're odd. They usually don't fit the status quo, okay? Probably me. And they just stick out like a sore thumb. Heck, they might even be you or you two. Um, so here are thoughts on those characters and you know how to understand whether it's a good shidduch for you or not because they are different, right? And maybe you might be a better fit for some other type. But needless to say, they always end up in the stack. And let's get to that. That didn't rhyme. So you're at your best friend's birthday party. They rented a place in Connecticut. You got a whole bunch of people there. You know, his wife's friends, his friends, his parents' friends, special, special occasion. And all of a sudden, like, you find yourself with this cute couple. You know, let's uh, call them the the lobsters, the lobster family. It rhymes. And uh, they they just they just adore you. They're like you're adorable. You're we get how adorable you are. You're so awesome, and you're getting to this linguistic cordial conversation, and you're talking about you just connect politics, life, hashgacha, which vod you eat at. Everything's just coming along, and and you part ways. And they say, by the way, we're going to have. A shidduch idea for you. We want to help. We want to set you up. And you're thinking, oh my God, this is it. This is like this. These are my bashert matchmakers. Anyway, the WhatsApp comes in a few days later. You're ready to, you're, you're, you're ready to jump like a little girl in a 90s movie, you know? And uh, it's not ideal. It's not ideal. You know, you're, you're a little prepared for that in the back of your mind. <laughs> These two are looking at me. And, um, you know, you've listened to last episode, episode 25, and you've given the, classic response you know not up my alley just not my look but but then they poke back now what now what do you do if you actually find the shahin or friend or whoever who actually wants to have that conversation how do you have it and that's where we are with this scenario you don't mess okay? with those lobsters they got claws and they the lobster the lobster family <laughs> I, I i know i know and ah man i got but still putting the band-aids on it but that's where we're at, okay? We're trying to have this conversation now of you're looking at the resume and you, or you, you call the reference, whatever it is. You're like, this person is quirky. This person is not for me. I can see why. I can, and now you just, you, they want to go at it. You want to go at it. How do we open the floor? Well, that really depends. What led you to believe that this person is quirky and what do you mean by quirky? There's so many different um different ways you could, you know, different avenues that this could go. If you, if you actually did some research and you looked into the person and you heard things about them, like, yeah, you know, very nice girl. She has a really quirky personality. You know, she, you know, dresses kind of different and she's into sort of interesting things and, you know, and they give you some like examples and you've heard this from a couple of people then yeah, you could, obviously you could say, listen, this is not me. That, you know, sounds like she might be a great girl, but she's not for me. So Yona, here's something I want your take on. Toning things down. 
something I remember when I was younger always used to be brought up. They go, IJ, tone it down. Just remember to tone it down. Oh, I, I'm no stranger. It got to this. me so, <laughs> it, you know, I listened to that for many, many years in the beginning, and I stopped. I think I just naturally kind of chilled more out. You know, not the the job, the kids. No, you know, you know, just life gets on top of you, and you get you know, paying the, really the bills. The bills is is big. You know, Netflix also. Anyway. So toning it down, I, I'm curious, you know, do you have to calm down your funkiness and quirks or I remember you mentioned you had a hat and it was like I had a feather Several. or something in it, <laughs> you know, and I told you about that girl with the funky rainbow skirt. Like when can these things be unloaded and like, do you tone them down? I mean, what's, what's your take? This, struggle this with is, this? this is a big thing that I went through in my dating. Um, so as, as you guys both know, I am definitely a quirky person. I wear, as you mentioned, hats with feathers, different colors, the hats. Um, I wear wooden bow ties. And crazy I perm outfits. Crazy perm outfits. Okay. I have a wooden tie. And I've been, by the way, I've gotten no's because of pictures of my perm outfits on Facebook. Yes. No joke. Yes. Oh no my joke. God. It's such a thing, by the way. It is. Such a thing. It is a thing. And you know what I say? Girls don't like it. Yeah. L- listen, some the girls don't like quo. it. Right. Some girls don't like it. Others, such as this lovely lady here, who is now my wife, um, they do like it. Yeah. And what I say is, so what, while I was dating- So I Baruch Hashem, it sounds like it worked out it, for you. It worked out I wonderfully. Was, I was very okay. excited about so, the bow type. So it worked out, but tell us about that journey. Like, okay. were there times that you caved? Okay. So the answer is somewhat, but that only be, only once I agreed with the points being made. Now, I think that there is an aspect of toning down which can be useful- and then there's an aspect which is unhealthy. I think toning things down um, in terms of, for example, so w- one thing that I actually listened to was when somebody told me, and this is what I mentioned, that I once got, you know, I've gotten no's from, from people seeing my pictures and posts on Facebook. So I, I run a, an Instagram page called Meshugalips. Check it out. Hashtag Meshugalips with a Z. Um, so I'm on his friend list, by the way. So, I, I had I had been posting a lot of those. Um, they're they're like funny, you know, yeshivish sort of like like dubbed dubbed over like TV shows and yeah. whatever. So I was posting a lot of those on my Facebook, and then I had posted like a crazy picture of a perm outfit or something. And like the last like ten posts on my Facebook page because I hadn't been posting much else were just these crazy things. So somebody actually gave me a no because they looked at my Facebook and they're like, "Whoa!" So somebody told me that, and I was like, "Okay." I hear why I should make my Facebook private because I don't necessarily want like the only information available about me to be my quirkiness because it, my quirkiness is not all of me. It's part of me. And if people are getting the impression that I'm just this super quirky guy who's like, who's just like must socially be, be socially not normal because this is all I, you know, all that they see of me, that's, you know, that, that can be a problem. So I did make my Facebook private um, based on that advice. I'm not going to tone down my my everyday you know general everyday quirkiness because somebody might find out about it and not like that aspect of me if they don't like that aspect of me then they're not for me and i was very adamant about this and and my mom actually had a, had her friend who's a shadokh and give me a little bit of an intervention to try to like you know talk she's like she, she had this conversation with me where she was like listen you know it's fine if you're specifically looking for a quirky girl, but then you have to say that you're looking for a quirky girl. And I explained to her my logic and I explained to her, you know, everything. And she was like, I can't really argue with you. She's like, you're right. I don't know what to tell your mom. Like, you're right. And pretty much 
Um, I, I think that it's important when, in the beginning of the actual dating, when you go out with a girl, don't unleash your full quirkiness on them because, again, then they're going to get the impression that that is you, that that is your whole, you know, everything about you is quirkiness yeah. because that's the first thing, that's the only thing that they're seeing of you. If you, you know, that you can kind of ease in. I'm not saying to hide it, but don't let that be the, you know, the thing that shines. Don't come on the date dressed, you know, dressed crazy. <laughs> Just like Frodo be, Baggins. Be I mean, a little honey, is this, is this Is this something you think girls would prefer or they they want you to you know they want you to show up i think with the feather in the hat girls is a really bad standard because girls oh, i'm sorry all have uh, women standards. women they oh, have different humans. standards that's the thing. human you person about so, all guys you yeah can't say anything about all girls. i think everyone dislikes being told like you know, you're not conforming to the standard regardless of their reaction, whether their reaction is to conform or not conform. Nobody likes being told like you are not what other people want to see. Yeah. Thank God I wasn't really told very many times that I needed to tone it down. I think the two biggest things that I got, I mean, just because I got them more than once, I was told that I needed to straighten my hair more often, which I was not prepared to do because I think that's stupid. And I was told that I needed to not be as bubbly and as effusive on the first two dates. Obviously, I was not unleashing my full self and I was yeah. not saying everything that I would say to someone who I've known for a while, but I did manage to overwhelm a few people. I got that also, you know, and they're like, IJ was too affable. Like everyone loves the affable guy, you know. But and don't you want them to actually know what it's like to be in your presence? Like why? why Very true. Not show I, them what it's like. I stuck to my guns. I did not let anybody tell me that in my everyday life I need to. And, and I and I was I wouldn't show up on dates dressed crazy. I was I was pretty toned down on my dates, and I knew how to slowly ease in the quirkiness. You know. I would, I would, you know, I wouldn't on the first date be like, Hey, I wear wooden bow ties. I would feel it out, you know? And, and, and once I felt like, like, you know, comfortable enough with the girl, I would casually bring it up in conversations. Like, yeah, you know, I dress a little funky sometimes. But whatever. I, I think, so, I think some people might find that ingenuine. I, I don't think it's ingenuine. I think that, that it, I don't think you should hide it. I just don't think that you need to display it immediately because, because, Again, you, you're, the person needs to develop a little bit of what your character is like before you unleash the full weirdness on them because then they're going to associate you with a weird character before even knowing what you're, what you're, social, you know, what you're like socially. So I, I think that there's a balance. I don't think you should hide anything. I just think that there is a certain level of of easing things in where, you know, you're, you're, you, you dress, you sort of dress, you know, uh, Fairly, fairly standard. You know, you could wear something a little funky, but you know, don't unleash the full, the full crazy. And then, as time goes on, you know, with a couple of dates, you, you know, you're you're comfortable with the person, you're laughing with them, you're talking to them. Then you start to show them, you know, that side of you. And and I think that that's extremely healthy. And I also think it's you know it's unhealthy. It's certainly unhealthy to suppress your your everyday expression when you're not on a date. When you're not going out with a girl, I think that it's really unhealthy to say, oh, let me stop doing this thing because because people might see me and tell girls that I'm that I'm weird or girls might see me and decide not to go out with me. Well, well, that jumps into another point. You know, how how can you differentiate between out of the box and an actual serious serious issue? There are obviously, you know, those bigger marker uh, those bigger markers when something is a serious issue, but I'm talking about the ones that are like more in the gray area, 
right? For those, I think the best rule of thumb is, uh, you know, is it impacting their daily life in a negative way? Is it interfering with their their productivity, maybe their success? And is it something that you know you can personally you, you personally like can't hand cannot handle? Uh, you know, so so I think that could be very apropos to what you were saying, you know, with Purim. So that person's quirky, but you know, once they're married with a kid, they're just they're gonna shuffle that, you know, to Purim or Yum Tiff. But they're actually always acting pretty kooky. That could be an issue. I think it again. It really depends on what your personal level of comfort is and what what's too weird for you, and. If you decide to join this person's life, is it going to disturb your well-being and your success and your progress? And that could be physically, emotionally, financial, financially, whatever it is. Um, it's if it's not something that's clinical or pathological, every person needs to decide what what's going to work. For is them. there anything not clinical or pathological today? <laughs> <laughs> bow ties. <Seriously. laughs> bow ties. Hey, I love bow ties. We wore yeah. bow ties on a date. We did. Both wow. of us. Uh-huh. That's, uh, that was I, the biggest slap in the, the face to my mom. <laughs> oh, my God. She and was it like, was my Hi. bow tie. I didn't even have to borrow no. it. I own it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's it. That's Match made in heaven. Just, <laughs> it makes sense. And if you know, if you know someone, um, you know, who likes wearing pigtails i like wearing pigtails too so you know maybe we can do that sometime two people who are quirky can that work is it usually do you think because i'm someone who's a lot more quirky and i need that anchor you know i I need someone who's going to be a lot more not quirky right more status quo conventional route more anchored It, it could bring up a little could bring up an issue i i like to be candid with it and just say i like someone who's going to be less less than i am and i know we had a conversation that uh i i mentioned like you know this this one with uh, the with the koala bear what's what are we gonna do uh so do you think it's it's i know subjective in general but what do you think i mean you think two quirky people usually end up together or it's the other way around I personally think that it's it's possible. It, it's certainly it's certainly possible. It's real. This is one of those situations. You know, people say, "Oh, opposites attract," or like, "Oh, you need to find someone that's that that that's similar to you." It's so. It's it really depends on the case. It really really depends. There are some people who really are you know opposites attract, and they are, they marry their polar opposites. There are some people who marry people exactly like them, and then most people probably are somewhere in between, where you marry somebody who's you know in some ways complements your personality, in some ways um, counters your personality. Um, I don't think that there's a rule of thumb. I think it's very foolish to 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 ascribe a specific rule to everybody to say that that you need to be looking for someone who's your opposite or you need to be looking for somebody who's 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 exactly like you. I think you, th- that's a situation where it really comes down to your personal preference and I think that for example you know for yourself that you need someone who's more anchored. So so go with that because that's you know that's that that's what you know about yourself. I personally um, I didn't have a rigid standard in that regard. For me, the criteria was as she has to be able to accept it. She has exactly. She has to be able to appreciate it, but she doesn't have to be so quirky herself. Right. Right. Like to 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 piggyback on what Yona said, that if you can be that better person of maybe not judging too much, you know, uh, 
letting things kind of flow better. Can we really live above the general population, right? Can we really live above what the general population does with responses? Whose responses are we talking about here? Meaning there's a way of doing, like, this is the way it's done. Can I say, well, this is not the way I'm going to do it because yeah. the way it's done is wrong? Is that, is that what yes, you're saying? Yes, exactly oh, that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. How? I think, personally, I, the main obstacle I can foresee in choosing that path where, you know, you're not going to just stick with whatever everyone else does or says you should do, specifically in the Shidduch world, um, Shadchanim are often the ones to make assumptions about what you're looking for based on what you say yes or no to, especially if there's no explanation forthcoming from you as to why you made those decisions. Let's say their perspective of a particular suggestion is odd or weird, and you say yes to it. That will definitely bring an onslaught of even more <laughs> weird and quirky. Major onslaught. Um, so... It's a challenge, and I, I completely understand people who are ju- who just don't have the mental energy to sign up for that. But um, I think that personally, not limiting yourself to what everyone else expects of you, or even what you once expected of yourself, just leaves so many possibilities open. And if you're the kind of person who can push yourself to live above everyone else's expectations awesome. Do it. <laughs> Feel the weirdness I, with a smile. You know, I think that it it's 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 jumping off of what you said that, you know, it's not that the person's just being candid or will acquiesce, but they just might not have that mental energy. You know, marriage in itself, and that's what the whole purpose here, just a shit of dating is. It's tough. You know, it's hard. You know, I I've seen it now older, not married, but I'm seeing it now older, other siblings married, more friends married. And I can see you really need to be so in love or whatever you want to say, in chasing each other that because you're going to have so many things pile up on you. So why make it harder on yourself? And that is a very warranted conversation you should have with yourself before things kind of precipitate for the better, for the worse. Um, and you don't want to get to that. You don't want to get to that stage. So make sure you have the, that proper acumen to get that answer, whether it's your you or if it's the shadchan or even the relationship in itself. Like just, you know, you could ask the girl. You could ask the guy. As I, I think once you get more experience, it's it's a pretty fair game. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Yona from the Nobody Talks Shaduchim podcast. I want to take a moment to tell you about I Like Ike Marketing. I Like Ike Marketing serves all marketing and communication needs, including web design, branding, graphics, Facebook and Instagram ad campaigns, logos, social media, and more. To get the full deets and explore their services, go to likeike.net or call 516-399-1000. I always get this one, okay? Uh, uh, and, and when when we get the you know the quirkiness you know they send me the most quirkiest looking person or the quirkiest background and then they go don't worry she's very 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 normal don't worry <laughs> now I wasn't even thinking that before and now I'm, now you bet it's on my mind I'm being frank with you <laughs> Yoda what do I do here okay so um very normal very yeah. Normal. 
I, 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 I'm I, trepid. I get content over that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, wait a second. So she's really not like, what's going on here? Yeah. So, I mean, normal is a sort of ambiguous term. It's hard to, you know, it doesn't have a, a, a meaning that you can really pin down. You know, it's not something that, that has one specific meaning. And I think that it could sometimes come across as, um, as a little bit like, I don't know, wishy-washy, like just, uh, you know, one of these phrases that people throw out. I actually do appreciate the description of normal, especially when there are indicators that that she might not be normal. So, you know, that there, that there might be something, something that's a little bit too much for me, you know? So, uh, you know, let's say her background is like ultra, ultra yeshivish. Um, so someone will say, you know, she, she, I know, I know that she comes from this background, but she's, she's super normal. So in that context, normal means that she's sort of, you know, she's sort of middle of the road hushkafic. She's not, she's not this, you know, don't, don't judge what her background is. She herself is really actually pretty middle of the road. And I think that, you know, whatever, it, it depends on the context, but I think normal generally, you know, sometimes, sometimes someone's describing their personality and you, and you ask them, sometimes it's, you know, you ask the question, what, what, how would you describe her personality? Is she, is she crazy out of the box? Is she, is she quiet? So then the response might be, she's normal. You know, she's, she, she's, she's fun. She knows how to have a good time. She's, she, she is very outgoing and very fun, but she's normal. She's not over the top. She's not crazy. So I think that normal, um, while it doesn't have one specific meaning and it can sound ambiguous in the correct context, if you're putting it in the context of the scenario, it could be a helpful term, you know, depending on what was what was preceding that description, whether, you know, whether you ask them a question or they're describing the background and, and, and they're they're qualifying with it. But she's normal. I think it could um, it could really it could help. It could make you feel more at ease with the situation that like she's not she's not abnormal you know she's not she's not crazy she's not over the top well, I, I, not- I like how you you phrase that it's kind of like a throw-in so that's interesting that's a great correlation because it kind of sets up the premise you know it's not done in an ostentatiously way like totally designed and and to make you uh uh fall for the person or can be convinced it's just in that premise that you know this person i know you're modern orthodox and you're really like very more machmir and this girl's yeshivish but she's normal and that kind of bridges that gap so there's there there's you know there's no there's no contentiousness or anything it's the you know you're not going to get complacent like well you're throwing that in so i like that i think that's usually how it goes i understand that i think like usually when you get the description that someone's normal that's how you know that's how i never knew that honestly I don't think I, that's not it's it's not something that I just had on, on my mind. So that, that I I wouldn't be shocked if too many guys didn't know that. Right. Like I, I haven't I, I haven't <laughs> generally I haven't generally heard a shadchan just throw out that like she's normal with no reason for saying that. Usually it's usually it's you might think that that she's not normal based on this factor. However, <laughs> just know she is normal. Is that is that like let's say a shadchan throws that in? Connie to to on the girl's end is is that does that bridge something like oh by the way you know he's totally totally bt but very normal so i usually found the word normal to be pretty reassuring especially if it was coming from someone who knew me because people who knew me when i was dating and now but especially then knew that like balance 
emotionally and just in terms of lifestyle was very important to me. So when people said things like normal and balanced, they knew it would be meaningful to me. Fair and balanced. Very, (laughs) very reassuring. Oh, I hear that. Okay. So, so girls like that, that line. This girl likes it. This girl likes it. Well, I think you represent a fair, you know, amount the population of uh, current shirk daters out there. Unless somebody's looking for quirky, specifically. That's true. And then normal could very well mean boring. Yes, that's that's a, that's another way. That's another way it could it, it could uh, you could use that jargon. So one thing that I wanted to bring up was noticing like patterns in your dating that might influence future decisions that you've made that you will make. Like if you notice that girls with animals in their profile picture seem to have just some common denominator to them (laughs) that you are not comfortable with. And that doesn't necessarily logically flow from liking animals. It's just a correlation. Um, How do you balance that with, you know, your experience is valid and should guide your future, but at the same time, correlation does not equal causation. And for anyone who's never heard that before, it just means that two things that happen at the same time doesn't necessarily mean one causes the other. Um, And I had that when I was dating. There was something that I was very particular about. I was very particular about people having a sense of discretion for their own and other people's privacy. And I was noticing that people who were at some point associated with a particular place that shall go unnamed all lack this trait severely. And it didn't, na- it, that doesn't logically follow. Like why should place X yield people who don't have a certain trait? That doesn't make so much sense, but it was just happening. And then it came up again and I was, going back and forth, like, I don't know, am I being stupid? Am I being judgmental? Should I just give it a shot? I gave it a shot and I shouldn't have because I would have been right the first time. Ooh. So. <laughs> Ooh, so judging know, works here. I love it. I love it. So how do you, how do you balance something that's not rational, but it just, it just keeps happening? Or what if a particular shot can keep sending you people with the same exact traitor behavior that rubs you the same wrong way? <laughs> it's a great question. Well, I have, I have a counter to that. I know somebody who, who while she was dating, she she was so exhausted with Brooklyn guys. And she was like, she's like, yeah, you know what? I'm done with Brooklyn. And I told her, don't say that. She's like, why? I've dated like 10 of them. I, they're all like, they all have this trade. They all have that, whatever. I'm like, I'm like, I guarantee you, you're going to marry a Brooklyn guy. And I, I, I'm not a prophet. I didn't know that. <laughs> but I was like, I said it like half jokingly. Like, but my point was, my point was just, just because a lot of guys from Brooklyn might have happen to have this personality trait, doesn't mean that they all will and doesn't mean that you know that you you can't make a judgment based on that it's very dangerous even if even if the stereotype is somewhat true even if there happens to be a character trait that it is associated with this place there it doesn't it's not a necessity that someone from this place is going to have that character trait so it's very dangerous to really to to fully rely on that yes it could guide your decisions and if you have other choices that seem to make more sense maybe maybe you know put that one on the on the back burner for a little bit but i think that it, what, what ended up happening with this particular girl she she was like okay fine whatever time passed she got engaged she's Mazel like tov. she's like you're never gonna guess where he's from I'm like yes i am brooklyn she's like yep <laughs> you you happily married hundred really really nice guy very nice i guy. think it's it, there's a fair it's a, it's a fair 
it's a perfect example of, of a juxtaposition in many ways because you know you wanna you wanna have hishtadlus and give everyone a chance and all that, but you can't put down your life experience, your integrity, your your insight, your aptitude. There are certain people from Area X. I like how you phrase it because I just say Brooklyn, but Area <laughs> X that would yield a certain personality, and this is totally, totally a major. This is such an influential part of shidduch dating, and and it's it's not going to go away. It's always going to be there. You have to realize, based off of your personality, based off of your your family dynamic, and and based off of maybe who your friends are, those three areas of what kind of person you might be interested in. And it's fair to say, if you're from the five towns, Brooklyn, Chicago, Lakewood, Canarsie. L.A. Oh, don't even get me started. No, no, L.A. There's, you know, there are so many different characteristic traits that you're going to find. So it's very fair to, for someone to say, oh, that doesn't work for me. But if someone's in the five towns and they're getting like, uh, say, someone from somewhere in Jersey outside of Bergen County, let's say Edison, uh, you know, it's fair to say hey, that might not be for me. But of course, like, oh, that's too quirky. That's uh, it's it's just it's just they're they're off over there. I think that that's very mean. That's not the the correct thing to say. But of course, you're warranted to to make sure you're conveying that over to the person. Don't come off too adamant. You know, you you know, you're you're not so uh, set in those ways because you you might not. I mean, I think like you said, Yona, before, you might not want to pass up. You might get that special somebody. Right. right? I'm not saying that that these things, do, you know, that these things aren't <laughs> valid at all. You know, I do think that there is some merit to certain places breeding a certain a certain type. And <laughs> but I think in that case, don't don't say, oh, she's from this place. Never mind. I'm not going out with her. I have too much experience with that. Say, okay. Here's my experience with people from this place. I think that this that they happen to have this personality trait and whatever. What can you say about this girl in terms of that? Do you do you you know why is she different than than the general perception that I have of this place? Prove me wrong. Let, let give, wrong. give them the opportunity to prove you wrong. <laughs> yes, yes. I hear that because I think we got into a, uh, we we were in a conversation about that. So and I was using that example like. With social workers, and I love social workers. They're great girls. They're uh, they're great guys because it's even becoming a guy's job in many ways. You know, there's a certain personality type. You're going to be like that. You're not going to. If you're a social worker, you're not going to be like this very antiquated old school personality because that's just the total opposite of a social worker. You're someone who's going to be very open. You know, wants to talk about feelings and all that you know the women loves that stuff yona knows what i'm talking about that, that no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> that's why i said you know what i'm talking about that's that. anyway are you judging me based off where i'm coming from is that was that what we're getting to? No, i'm just judging you based off of you know, who you are as a person <laughs> everything yes 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 <laughs> i think the overall question you know just totally deems the the mention of very fair but Let's not, you know, make it a whole quirky comment situation like that. There are people just different, different areas and all that. And we, of course, we know these, the, the interbreeding, let's say the interbreeding. We've seen it. We know it exists, etc. cetera. Um, so let's get to our closing because we discussed so much. And uh, we're also going to do our lightning round, actually. So just hold off for a second until we get to that.
Okay, now for our special lightning round feature, guys. Is it just a quirk or it ain't going to work? Here we go. We're shooting it off. We got Yona and Hani, and we're going to be counting. They still sleep in their parents' bedroom. Ain't going to work. That's weird. <laughs> they have a pet lizard. I mean, I'd be calling myself ain't going to work if I said that. So definitely a- just a quirk. Okay. He Lizards are clearly cool. he has a pet lizard. <laughs> not, yet, not currently. As long as the two of them are separable. <laughs> is just a quirk. Uh, maybe the lizard sleeps in the bed. Hey, honey, you like took that's... the cat. <laughs> and cats you guys are, are best friends. Cats okay, are different. if they're left-handed. Of course that's, that could work. That's Rock my wife. Stars. <laughs> Rock, left-handed is pretty cool, actually. But I hear it. It's interesting. You know, I, I had a sister who was left-handed. I, she is still left-handed. Anyway, <laughs> wear a bow tie. Yeah, yep. so uh, <laughs> as bow tie wearers in. here, that is just a quirk. Okay, fine. They occasionally speak with a British accent, Mike. I think for me, that's more than occasionally. So <laughs> just a quirk. At Yona, least once a day. Yeah, Yona does this really nice thing where whenever he wants to call me out on something, he does in a British accent so that it seems less Oh, hard. he does it to me also. <laughs> oh my God, I literally have some voice notes. About Am I allowed that. to say that? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. adorable. So um, I would have to say if it's cute, you know, if it's cute, they can they can get they can get by. Uh, now with the British accent, okay, they need they need uh, I can't do it. They need the food on their plate to not touch. Adrian Monk. Um, it's it's just a quirk, but I'd like to get to the bottom of it. Does it? Does it? <laughs> does it? It could be just a quirk, or it could be it ain't gonna work, depending on where it's coming from. It's it's just a quirk, and it's probably indicative that they need OT, but it's still just a quirk. <laughs> they snort when they laugh. Uh, a little weird, but I could probably get by. I think just a quirk. Um, just a quirk. They probably need a sleep specialist, but just a quirk. <laughs> a sleep sending show. everyone referrals Switch. today. That'd be good. That'd be, yeah, I know. Seriously, all of our followers who are like in these areas, you know, send us. We'll, we'll, we'll arrange a special ad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They say Shimona Esrei louder, loud enough so you can hear them. Um, I, that's a problem with me. Like you're, you're out. You're out it's, of the running. It's still just a quirk, but I'd probably tell them, like, you know, halakhically, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of an issue. It's a, halakhically. No, no say it in a British is. accent, you know, it makes it so halakhically, much nicer. Hey, you're not supposed to be saying Shmona Esri out loud. Oh, my God. Is that's that, against that's like the New Zealand, dude. I don't uh, even. Um, Cockney. They, Cockney. O- they only wear black. Uh, Purple lipstick. Um... Yeah, yeah, both of those for me are just quirks. Yeah, quirks, right? Um, dress up on Purim. I'm going to answer that for everyone. You yeah. know, that's that's all good. If they don't dress up on Purim, it's a, it's concerning. It's a, yeah, people <laughs> might have an issue. I'm kidding, but, but, and but seriously, dress up on Purim. Come on. She knows how to mix drinks. Dude, Woo. absolutely. Whoa. That's awesome. That's, that is not a that's quirk. That's not even a quirk. Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> what does a girl say? Oh, for sure. Oh, that's cool. Great. She's cool. Especially if she does it without and, a uh, recipe. Here's the last one. Archaeology major. I don't know. I don't even know what that is. It means you <laughs> dig for stuff. Oh. Oh, uh, right. I think then. that's really cool. Well, that was a fun, fun uh, segment. And now we'll get to our closing. Awesome. So, you know, going into closing statements, you have to make sure when you're dealing with quirkiness that you're able to handle it. It's something that you are either open-minded to or you're not open-minded to. 
and make sure that things aren't just left too ambiguously, you know, poke at it. Uh, I think it's important to figure out how can you differentiate between out of the box and serious issues? Like are there are, are there are obviously those bigger markers of when, you know, something is serious issue, but is it impacting that person's life in a negative way? Is it interfering with their productivity, their success? Is it something you just can't personally handle? You know, uh, as as we kind of mentioned, you know, a good example would be someone who maybe might be perpetually late. They're just always on vacation. Uh, if you you know if you're the typical person that's extremely punctual or you're always working, you know that might not be so much of a compliment towards you, and. You know, these are some solid, solid reasons why to think this could work or couldn't work. Um, but overall, I think if you're quirky, you know, be you, you'll find that person. My friend here, Yon, is a living proof of this. That's what's up. And, and we were, we were, we were, we were hoping for this guy for years, and we're like, oh my god, he's got to cone it, he's got to cut it down, he's got to cut it down. And then, bam, he made it happen, and he found someone who appreciates that. And if you can be you, what what more surreal part of this world? Like, why why else are we living? You know, just to be yourself. So I love that. Um, Yona, you're closing your takeaway from this quirk, I think it's, quirkiness episode. I think it's funny that, you know, how like most al will say, just be yourself. Just, you know, don't worry about it. Be yourself. But then when they find out about your quirkiness, it's like, don't be yourself. Be someone else. <laughs> Get, stop doing that. Girls don't like it. <laughs> I'm here all week. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I think that I think that yeah, my closing statements would be basically to reiterate that um, it's important to find some sort of a balance. But for the most part, if someone's if someone is asking you to change the way that you're living your daily life when when what you're doing is simply not the norm, but there's no actual issue with it other than people people don't understand it and think it's weird. Um, I think that that you should not change the way that you do things in your everyday life. I think that you need to be yourself and you'll be much happier for it and you'll find someone who appreciates you for it. I think that when it comes to actually being on a date with someone, in the very beginning, you don't want to advertise your quirkiness overtly on the first date and the second date. You know, you, you want to sort of ease into it because yeah, at that point, you're actually sitting down with this specific person and you don't want to scare them away you know, when you're, when, you know, when you're on a date, you're not going to, I'm not, I'm, what I'm saying is don't change around your whole life so that you don't scare away potential people who might be, who might now say no to you. But while you're sitting on the date with the person, the person agreed to go out with you, you know, you don't want, you don't want to scare them away. You don't want to, you don't want to lie. You don't want to pretend that you're not quirky, but you know, tone it down a little bit in the beginning and, and feel your way through it. And, and, you know, once you start laughing with this person and being comfortable and feeling like you could talk to them and feeling like you could divulge that, uh, that information about yourself, then, then start letting it out and start, start, you know, start showing her you, who you are or him, who you are. And that's it. Yeah. I think that everyone has the ability to show any of the many versions of themselves. Cause we all have different versions of ourselves and choosing one over the other is not called being fake or not true to yourself. Just make sure that one of those is going to come out on a date with a specific person. If you decide to marry a particular person, make sure that being in their presence is bringing out the real you, the real, the you that you want to be. And, um, and just be honest with yourself. Make sure you're comfortable if it's too unfamiliar weird to you then 
that's your choice and nobody else gets to tell you otherwise awesome Amen. you two are so much fun and i love that i have podcasts mommy and tati like <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh it's ij i'm here with Hani and yona and this was another episode dating out of the box and all those quirky characteristic traits like i mentioned and always sign off happy face smiley face silly face this is the nobody talks you podcast LMNO Broadcast Network.